Welcome to Dream School. This is the podcast where the bell rings and the fun begins. In this feature from Anson Radio, the children sit down with the Dream School head teacher and share their vision for the best school ever. And just like the genie in Aladdin, the Dream School head teacher can make anything happen. Jelly and ice cream for lunch? Sorted. PE lessons taught by Lionel Messi? Done. Unicorns in a playground zoo? No problem. In the Dream School, anything is possible. The children will take you through their perfect day from the minute they wake up, through their first lessons, their amazing dreamlike playtimes, who from history is coming back to life to teach them all about the past, what's on the menu at lunchtime, who's going to be teaching the best PE lesson ever, and what clubs look like after school at Dream School. So sit back, relax, and listen to the best school ever. to episode 8 of Dream School. Today I'm here with Isabella. Isabella is one of the school's eco-warriors and has served on the eco-council at Anson Primary School since she was year 3. She's been instrumental in changing the way we use plastic in the school, improving the grounds and setting up our butterfly hedge this year. Welcome to Dream School, Isabella. Hi. Hello, how are you today? I'm really good. Are you having a nice day? Yep. And you've just finished PE, so you've come in from outside. Um, how was PE today? It was actually really good. <laughs> when, I, when I came out, it was hilarious because children were running around and then all of a sudden seven of them stopped because all their shoelaces came undone at the same time. Or did they? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I think I was one of them and then just ran. <laughs> um, do you enjoy school? Yes. What's the best thing about Anson Primary School? I really love nursery. <laughs> Do you have fond memories of nursery? Yes. I actually remember everything. Do you? What's the best thing then about being in nursery? I think the playground, but the playground upgraded. I think I like the I like both of them actually. It did upgrade, didn't it? It's got a road around it now and a big climbing frame in the middle, which remarkably is taller than the climbing frame that's actually in the reception playground. Um, but they still climb up it beautifully. I do love nursery. I think it's a wonderful place to go. If you're, if you're in the office and you're really stuck on something, going to nursery or going to reception can just open your mind and then you can go back and uh, attack what you need to attack again. Um, you're in year six this year, so you're going to be heading on to secondary school. How are you feeling about that? I'm really excited, at the same time nervous. Yeah, I suppose that's natural when there's any change. My, my eldest son is in year seven. He had exactly the same feelings, but... He's having a fantastic year. It's very different. And for for somebody like yourself, who I guess when we go through your dream school, it will unfold as the things that you like. But going deeper into subjects is really great in secondary school. So I think you'll really enjoy that. Okay, so let's, before we step into your dream school, let's find out what we're wearing on the day. So your alarm has gone off, it's early in the morning, 
And what kind of time do you wake up in the morning? 7 or 7.30. Is that the same for dream school? Do you think it starts at the same time as normal school? I would wish dream school would start at 10. Dream school can start at 10. It's your dream school. Would you like it to start at 10? Yes. Great. Okay, so you're waking up a little bit later than normal. Does your dream school have a uniform? Yes. Okay, what's your uniform? So it actually depends. So you can use a, you can wear a unicorn costume. That's magical. But you can use it for clubs, but some people can use it in the actual school time. Um, normally you can just wear like anything you want and uh, people can just wear a suit. Okay, so you could wear a suit or anything I like. And I'm fascinated by the unicorn because you've chosen unicorn. You could have chosen any animal you like. It could have been a bear or a monkey or a frog. But you've gone with unicorn and you've said magical. Why unicorns? It's because when I was younger, I really liked unicorns. Yeah. Did you used to have a unicorn costume that you dressed up in? No, but I had like unicorns on like my jumper or something yeah so a unicorn picture on your jumper or and unicorns are all, all often associated with rainbow colors do you know about the history of unicorns no i just know how they look like <laughs> so interesting because you say you know how they look like but here's the thing they're mythical creatures um, they kind of look like a horse or a goat usually um, they have a single horn on their forehead but the earliest description of a unicorn was actually by a greek historian called stesias in about 400 years bc He described a unicorn as having a white body, a purple head, blue eyes, and a long red horn. How do you feel about that description? I would... I don't disagree with it, but I would change stuff. So what does your ideal unicorn look like? So I would keep the white, like, skin for the unicorn. Um, But I think I would like pink hair. Yeah. um, Purple eyes. Um, and a horn that basically changes colour depending on the mood. Oh, nice. It's a bit like a chameleon can change colour. So if it was a happy day, what colour would the unicorn's horn be? Pink. Pink. And if it was a sad day? Blue. And if the unicorn was angry? Red. Interesting. Um, Of course, there are cave drawings in France. I don't know if you know about these. They date back to 15,000 years BC. Um, depicting the first ever unicorns or at least an animal with a horned head nobody's really sure whether the animal that Stesias was talking about and the animals in the cave paintings are unicorns or rhinoceros nobody's really sure Um, but do you know any stories around unicorns any stories that you grew up with that had unicorns in them or was it just you liked the unicorn the way it looked my friend told me um, it's out of school though um she said that unicorns will um give you presents um on special days but i don't know if i believed it nice i like the idea of um a unicorn carrying a bag for life around its horn because i don't imagine it can carry it in its hooves yeah (laughs) um legend goes that drinking from the unicorn horn can protect people from tummy trouble and poisoning Wow. Yeah. Um, In your dream school lunch that we talk about later, will we be drinking out of unicorn horns? Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound pretty odd, doesn't it? But there are some strange things, some medicinal purposes to unicorn horns, these mythical beasts. Um, I think it's probably time to open your dream school. Are you ready to open the doors? Yes. Okay, here we go then. (laughs) 
English or maths, Isabella? English or maths? English. English. Okay, so I'm dressed as a unicorn. What am I doing in my English lesson today? So, um, I like to do creative writing and stories and stuff. That's fiction. So, um, I'm choosing to do creative writing based on a picture. Lovely. So, you like to get your inspiration for creative writing from pictures. Uh, where do you source your pictures from? Where do you find your pictures? Online. Just online. So you you would do a search online, uh, like an image search, and then you'd you'd look for what are you looking for in the best picture to be able to give you the creative ideas. I really like like scary um, <laughs> pictures. At the same time, I like my, like mythical. Or I remember we did giants and then normal people. So like something that's not in real life um, yeah so something that's kind of mystical something that's a bit maybe surreal as well just a bit weird um something that's a bit haunting um and then how do you then go about constructing that writing what, what do you look for first are you describing the setting are you imagining yourself inside that image how, how do you start it really depends like what person you're in so if i was in like first person i would say what I was actually doing but in third person I would say the settings first great and when you're then creating those because it's just a still image isn't it and I guess it's one image so do you then have to create other settings beyond that image of course like you can actually just it's basically your imagination inside it I love that. And of course, your imagination can take you anywhere. What's the best story you think you've ever written? I think, um, I think it was um, like sometime in year three or year four. I did this thing, at, this writing at home, and it was based on something that my mum, um, um, like did like a little homework, and yeah. then I literally did like three pages of one picture hmm. i guess that would have been in lockdown as well year three and year four for you so yeah. you would have been learning from home um, and for somebody who loves creative writing um, we often write from our experiences and of course those experiences may become the stories of the future um, often we'll talk about that oh yeah we went to the beach and we did this and we went to a museum or and our stories generate from there um, but for you being in lockdown for a couple of years of school some of your stories will come out of that boredom or that experience or something that happened while you were in lockdown and it will just spark an amazing adventure in a story. We write best from our experience. Most writers tend to create their own stories from their own experiences. Do you like Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah. Have you read the books or have you seen the films? I've seen most of the films and then I read one or two books yeah so jk rowling the author based harry potter on a boy who actually lived on her street so your stories might well be based on somebody who you go to school with ron weasley was based on her best friend hermione granger was pretty much based on her um, and her teachers inspired some of the professors as well with professor snape who's played by one of my favorite actors alan rickman inspired by her secondary school chemistry teacher do you think any of our teachers would make good characters in a story? I think most of them are like good, um, but I think Mr. Waters would be like 
different like mindsets at the same like every single time like she he shouts and then he <laughs> be good at the same time so he could be the um all the teachers are good but he could be the evil character he's very good at stepping into those roles if you think about some of the things he's done on the stage as an actor himself um his performance when we did a christmas carol as ebenezer scrooge ebenezer scrooge starts off the story really grumpy really nasty um doesn't want to give anything to anybody isn't very kind or generous with his time or his money um and mr waters played it brilliantly he was really nasty but at the end when ebenezer scrooge wakes up and realizes it's christmas day and he's got a second chance he has all this jollity and lightness and fun to him and the switch in character is amazing and mr waters pulled that off so i think you're right he could do he could do either couldn't he he'd be a great person to base a story around okay so uh, some amazing writing um do you like reading as well it depends what book um, uh, that's true what kind of books do you like to read i like um uh, not boring books i like stuff with action and basically it has fun parts yeah that's good I, I i have to be honest i really struggled when i was younger reading lots of different books i'm very much like you it did depend on what i was reading i used to read everything i could about football because i was mad about football and so whether it was football facts or looking at data or or tables or scores or just stories of that i would try and read as much as i could about football and that's really how i learned to read but i really struggled something like harry potter for me growing up as as a young reader I really struggle to picture the characters. I need to be able to put faces to them. And when I can't do that, I used to find it really hard to then be able to read books. And so when the way I got into reading was by reading books of films that I'd seen. And so I could imagine the characters in my mind and then the words could come to life. But I really struggled with that creative side, which I find really hard to grapple with because... I, I'm a very creative person, but I find it really hard to picture those things in the mind. So when I read children's writing, um, I have to imagine the children in the class in that world so that I can see the actors moving around and then I can really tell whether the writing is getting the image in my mind. Um, it's really bizarre how my brain works compared to other people who can just pick up a book and read it really quickly. Um, so let's uh, step outside. We've done a lot of creative writing. Let's have a break out in what I'll call the playground, but that might change in a couple of seconds. There we go. The bell has rung for playtime, Isabella. What is happening at playtime in Dream School? Um, so there are two sets of playgrounds and the first set where the school leads to straight away is the mountains and next to it is a beach um but there's a lot of green greenery also and um like there's you can do rock climbing anytime you want it can be um low high medium or whatever um and it's based off for the club that will be later um the second set so there'll be a bridge between each of them nice um so the second step is set is um, a trampoline park that has many obstacles. Wow. So you can jump around a lot, spend a lot of energy. I've got questions about both then. So I'm dressed as a unicorn. Do I need to get changed from a mountain climbing? Not really. It's just the unicorn is based on the club. But you don't really um, need to change. Okay. 
great. Um, and have you climbed any mountains then? Where does the idea of a mountain come from? The mountain comes like from when I was in Bulgaria. I went to this mountain and you could see the whole village when you're on the very top. Wow. But it was very tiring when I went on the top <laughs> and I really wanted to go down. So I had all that energy to go down. Yeah. I, I actually find when I go walking or you know, up, up very tall hills or into mountain ranges, I find going up easier than coming down. I find coming down much harder than going up. It, don't get me wrong, it's exhausting climbing up, but I find that my legs hurt a lot more coming down. I don't know why that is. Which do you find easier? I find going up really hard because the mountain where I went, it had loads of rocks and it had like steps at the same time. Very edgy, like if you step on it, you don't know what's going to happen. Do you have so, to go on all hands and knees to get over them as well? Or can you just walk up No, it? but I was about to literally crawl on them. <laughs> I think that's a lot of fun, though, doing the crawling over rocks. You can do that a lot in the Lake District. Beautiful part of, of this country, up in the northwest of England. And there's some amazing hills and mountains that you can climb. But a lot of it is the footpath routes that you then have to clamber over and get on your hands and knees to, to climb over. But like you said i mean you can see the village from the top of the mountain that's the payoff isn't it you put in all that effort to get to the top of the mountain and then there's a beautiful view there's there's not many better feelings i remember being in new zealand we'd gone to a place called wanaka uh, which is just the other side of the mountain range from queenstown the mountain range i think if i'm right is called the remarkables which is a great name for a mountain range but the views from the top of there across the lakes in new zealand were just incredible um so then on the other side, I'm going to cross over the little bridge and I'm going to go trampolining. Um, do you like going trampolining? Is that something you like to do? I really love going trampolining. Like in Flip Out, I love, like the based off the obstacles is because I like the ending when you can go up onto that, like, uh, I don't know what it's called. So you have to reach the top. Oh, like a ramp or a wall. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Um, if you come to the Summer Fair this year, uh, one of the raffle prizes, in fact, I think there's two sets of flip-out vouchers for the whole family. So if you were to win the raffle at the Anderson Primary School Summer Fair, flip-out vouchers could be yours. Lots of other prizes available as well. Have you heard of Ninja Warrior? Yes. So Ninja Warrior. Um, I went to Ninja Warrior in the half-term holiday with my family. Um it's the it's a kind of a miniature version of what you see on the television ninja warrior so there is the assault course that you can go on um on the wall that you can climb at the end but there's also an inflatable version it's just a massive inflatable that you can bounce on and big trampoline bits to go on and walls to climb up and if you don't get to the top of the wall you just slide back down again it's a lot of fun a lot of fun does that sound like somewhere you'd like to go yes i think so i'd, I'd quite like to go back i have to say um it's very hot in there um but they do do nice food as well, so that's good. All right, so we've had a good break at playtime. I think it's probably time to come back in and learn a bit of history. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I have to tell you now, this country is at war with Germany. So... In our history lesson, we can bring back anybody from the past. We can bring them back to life and they're going to teach us about history. So who would you like to bring into our history lesson? Um, today's history is based upon Albert Einstein. Okay, why Albert Einstein? 
I find him really smart and also I watched this like program in the um holidays half term and I really like I really wanted to just talk about Albert Einstein and he came alive oh wow so he came alive just like in our podcast so he came alive and did he then come into like 2022 and um, visit people from 2022 or did he just come alive in his own time in the show he he came alive um, in 2020 what kind of things was he talking about he was talking about like how he solved all the problems and what it was like when he was um, in his time Okay. do you know any of the problems that he solved or any of the theories he came up with not really. I just watched the program. That's nice. Um, it's, he's interesting. He was born in 1879. He died in 1955. And I suppose he's one of the most influential scientists of the 20th century. Perhaps most famous for a couple of things. The equation E equals MC squared and the theory of relativity. Um, now, this theory is quite difficult to explain, um, but I'll have a go because I think it's quite an important one. So I want you to imagine that you're sitting on a train with me. We're just sitting across from a table. Um, Are either of us moving? I don't know. (laughs) We're not. We're just sitting at a table. So you would appear still and I would appear still. But of course, the train is moving. The train's traveling, let's say, you know, 30 meters a second and it's traveling north. And so we look like we are still. We're not moving. Agree with that? Yeah. But we are moving, even though we're not moving. But outside the window... What's happening outside the window? People seeing us, like, looking still or something. So even though we're still, if they're outside looking at the train, looks like we're moving really fast. Yeah, but we're not moving at all. And when we look out of the window, if we see somebody standing still, they're gone in a second. The trees go past really quickly. The buildings go past really quickly. And so roughly speaking, the theory of relativity... Um, which is kind of linked all through gravity, space and time, um, basically means that the result is that the speed of something is relative to where we stand. It's the theory of relativity. So if we're on the train, we see each other as really still. But if I step off the train, you're gone in a second. You're moving really fast. And similarly, when we're on the train, what's outside the train is gone really fast, even though we're still. So that's the theory of relativity roughly speaking um does that make it a bit clearer i don't really get albert einstein (laughs) i don't get how he get all of his ideas from like one thing and how was that trains in that time well i don't think there were trains in that time i think that's how we explain it but what's interesting about somebody like that is that's precisely why somebody like that is great to bring back to dream school because they would have to explain not only what their theory is but why was that important Why did we need to know that the theory of relativity exists? Of course, it exists for every object. The only thing it doesn't really work for is light, because light travels differently. But for everything else, theory of relativity works superbly. Um, So it is a fascinating thing, but I'd love for Albert Einstein to actually explain it so that I could understand it. I think that would be amazing. Um, It is a lot of high-level thinking. It is a lot of a stretch, um, and I feel like we're working up an appetite I have, by the way, no idea what time it is now because it was 10 o'clock when we started school and we've already done an English lesson and a playtime 
and a history. So I have no idea what time we're having lunch. Any ideas? Probably um, one o'clock and then school ends at four. Okay, so we've got a bit of a longer day at the other end, but that's okay because we're going to have fun this afternoon. Let's find out what we're eating for lunch. So lunchtime at Green Dream School, you can have anything you like. What are we going to be eating? We're going to be eating noodles, but the thing, the twist is you can choose your main course. So sometimes you can have pizza, sometimes you can have noodles, it depends. Okay, so whatever I fancy for my main course. Let's talk about your noodles then before we move on to other items. Um, what do you like in your noodles? Chicken, vegetable, do you like them mild, do you like them spicy? I like them spicy. Like them spicy. Do your noodles? Uh, uh, you can get noodles in a broth, in a liquid as well, or do you prefer them without the this kind of soupiness? Um, because I get it from that packet. Mm-hmm. You first have to put like wa- boiled water, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then I ask for it to get drained out because I don't like the water. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Um, it, it does depend on how you feel about noodles. Um, for me, I love the noodles where there's a bit of broth in them and it comes with a spoon as well. Um, and you can throw other things in as well. So you can have noodles, but you can have meat and some greens and maybe a, um, like a tea-stained egg and stuff like that. You can really enrich the flavours. Um, but equally, I'd be more than happy just with dried noodles. One of the things I always used to ask my mum for when I was much younger, she used to cook a really good spaghetti bolognese, which isn't noodles, it's spaghetti, but a similar feel, I would just ask for a bowl of spaghetti with ketchup. That would be it. And she was like, no, you can't have that. No, you can't have that. And then one day she finally caved in and she gave both myself and my sister a bowl of spaghetti with ketchup and it was disgusting. I could understand why she didn't want us to have it. It was horrible. You need a bit of flavour. So I like the fact that you like it spicy. How spicy? Um, I don't like it extra, extra spicy, but if I would like, I like it sometimes spicy at the same time, I like it medium-like. Yeah, yeah. so it's not going to make your eyes water and your nose run. It's just going to be nice enough, a nice bit of heat. I like that. Now, you said that that was for a main, so what else are we having? So, for the, I don't think like we can have, um, I mean... For the dessert, um, we can have... So, the thing is, you can make your dessert. Oh, okay. So, you can make your type of cake. You can um, make your type of... Um, like, any dessert there is. Um, you can put anything in your jelly. Um, or you can make it... Like, you can just get it from the lunch ladies. What's your favourite dessert? Jelly. Jelly. Any particular flavour jelly? Orange? Strawberry? Raspberry? I like raspberry and strawberry. And when you say you can put anything in your jelly, what would you put in your jelly? I don't really put anything in my jelly, but if I will, I would put like fruit. Nice. There's a little bit of fruit in there as well. Um, I like the idea of building desserts. I think it's lovely. There's um, sometimes at the end of a meal we might just get a really large sort of bowl of ice cream which you can then take bits out of but then just have loads of little kind of dishes of all sorts of sprinkles and bits of fudge and Maltesers and and anything else so you can just dress it up but when I grew up in the 1970s there was a, a chain of restaurants that was almost like a carvery so you go and you, you like this make your own food 
Um, but they used to sell at the end of the meal uh, to build your own Knickerbocker glory. So have you heard of a Knickerbocker glory before? No. So it comes in a large tall glass, a bit like a latte that you might see people drinking at, at the coffee shop, um, but a bit a bit fatter than that and a bit taller, thicker glass. Um, and in that, you'd have a mixture of jelly, ice cream, fruits like blueberries, raspberries, strawberries. You'd have chopped nuts, uh, sprinkles, little pieces of meringue, um, fresh cream. And then you'd put all that on again and put some sauce in as well. So maybe some chocolate sauce or raspberry sauce. And then right at the end, when you think you filled it up, you squirt even more cream on and put a cherry on top. And you get a really long spoon to be able to eat it all. And it's delicious because every mouthful is different. Um, not the greatest thing for you, although there is some fruit in it, but it's delicious. It's really good. And that would be my dream at your dream school because all of a sudden you're saying, I can build anything. That would be an amazing thing to build. What do you think of that dessert? Does that sound good? I first have to try it, but I don't know the combination of ice cream <laughs> and jelly. Yeah, the combination of ice cream and jelly is is pretty good. Um, all sorts of things that you can actually put in, and I suppose that's the joy of mixing foods. Um, uh, my son, one Sunday lunchtime, he had um, some Smarties after his meal. Do you like Smarties? Yeah. He dips them in gravy. What? <laughs> yes. He dips them in gravy. He says it's delicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's only one way to find out, right? And that's to try it. But all of that kind of like raw carrots dipped in chocolate is really good. In my opinion, I don't. I don't even know if I like gravy. <laughs> yeah, it does depend on the gravy. That's certainly true. Um, I feel like after that Knickerbocker glory, though, I am definitely going to need a really uh, high energy PE lesson. So we can have a sporting superstar to teach us PE. Who's coming to teach us? For PE, um, Usain Bolt is going to teach us. Why did you pick Usain Bolt? Fastest man on the earth, but why did you pick him? Um, I mostly picked it because I'm I'm not really a fan of running at the same time I am. <laughs> but um, like I think Usain Bolt just came into my mind because running is based off on PE because you can't do PE walking or like you need to at least run on a game. Yeah, that's true. And he's very good at sprinting. I mean, he's the first man to achieve the double-double, which means he won gold at the 100 metres and 200 metres in the 2008 Beijing Olympics and the 2012 London Olympics. Um, he actually won the double-triple because he also did the 4 by 100 metre relay with Jamaica um, and won both of those races as well. So you kind of, you, you see running as an important part of sport. And so he can make you better at the, the speedy bits. What kind of sport do you like to play? I really like to play dodgeball, yeah. but I do like to play games that like convert into like running at the same time. Yeah. You take a breath, like people say it homey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like uh, it's like it basically, and you have to just run away from them. Yeah, that's good. So you like the um, you like the idea of just keeping moving, but also there's a bit of jeopardy there. Somebody could catch you. Somebody could touch you. Somebody could steal the ball. Um, that's really good and, and uh, those fast sprints that Usain Bolt did are really good uh, I'm guessing because you like the fast sprints and the quick running would you ever run a marathon? I don't think so 26 miles doesn't appeal to you? 
I don't mind running like around the street something like for an exercise but like for a marathon people might put it on like tv or something what if i lose i don't know i might get embarrassed well i mean it, uh, well, i guess twenty thousand, forty thousand people might run a marathon there's thirty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine of them that aren't going to win it's okay the taking part must be amazing i've always looked at the london marathon and thought i'd love to do that um and you know you can never say never but the training that has to go into that that's the tricky bit but i'd love to do it i know when we had jessica's episode of dream school she talked about her love of running and how much she would run um and i could definitely see her one day doing the marathon but if you're somebody who likes sprinting and fast games sometimes long distance running just doesn't suit you um and it may not be something you'd like to do i I once had a conversation with (laughs) with a journalist when we were doing some work at the school um and it was all around a bear called barnaby who we'd done a lot of work with in different ways. And he did lots of stunts, Barnaby, and he did lots of big events. Um, and they asked what was next for Barnaby. And I said to the journalist, oh, Barnaby would really love to run the marathon. And then realised suddenly that this stuffed bear couldn't run the marathon on his own. He was going to need somebody to run it with him. And it definitely wasn't going to be me. Um, the minute you say it, you suddenly realise, ah, no, I've committed to something I don't want to do. Um, but I'm like you. I like the fast sprints. I used to run the 100, 200 and 400 when I was at school. Um, and the 400 metres was my favourite event because it was a bit more tactical. There was time to be able to, to position when you were going to sprint and to, to decide how fast you wanted to go off the blocks. Um, so I used to love, love that kind of event. Um, he also had a unique celebration. Um, which we commonly known as the lightning bolt, which he called to the world um, in Jamaican. So what would your celebration be when you won? I would like a big shopping spree. Right, so not even a gold medal. You don't want a gold medal, you want a shopping spree. I don't want a gold medal. What if I lose it? <laughs> well, okay, so what shops are we going to for our shopping spree? I would pick two shops, um, one Pandora and then two tesco great okay so what are we getting in pandora you've just won a race you've said right so here's your um well first of all how long are we spending in the shop as part of our win i think two to three hours each two to three hours each so we're going to need a big trolley possibly more than one trolley um what kind of things would you like from pandora I don't know. I think I'm very expensive, so I'll pick the <laughs> expensivest um, necklace and um, bracelet, yeah. and maybe duplicate, like take more of them. Maybe one in every color. Yes. Silver, gold, um, platinum. You could have them with sapphires, emeralds, diamonds, rubies. Yeah. Just every range. What about Tesco's? What are we shopping for in Tesco's? I would take all of the... Um, I'll take noodles, first mm, of all. Of course. Um, I would take gift cards for the people who at least tried if I even win the race. Oh, that's lovely. So you're going to get... You're going to use your... Instead of your gold medal, you're going to use your prize of the shopping to get vouchers for other people who took part? And uh, my friends and family. So the people that helped you to get where you got. You've just won this amazing race and you're going to give them a a reward. That's really lovely. That's very thoughtful. Um, I really love that. I'd like to see the idea that Usain Bolt wins the 100 metres in 9.69 seconds. And so he gets 9.69 seconds to shop. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that would be great. And the marathon winner, they took two hours and five minutes, so they get two hours and five minutes to shop. Does that sound fair? Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, it's dream school, so we can do whatever we like. Um, our dream school day is not quite finished. It's almost there, but we're going to finish with an exciting club. <laughs> so what are we going to do? We're not quite ready to go home yet. We're going to have fun time at club. What are we doing? So it's the one and only rock climbing wall again. Nice. Um, so... In dream school, there would be a beach next, and na- na- like natural stuff in the rock climbing wall area. And as we had the costume for the unicorn, um, we're gonna use the unicorn. So it's called magical unicorn. Um, so you have to fly off it for the actual <laughs> task. If you don't want to fly off it. You have a big zip line or slide to like just swing off it to the beach. Oh, I love that idea. I love that idea. Yeah, you mentioned that it was a magical costume at the start and I was wondering how. So I can basically choose to fly off the mountain once I've climbed it at the end of the club, which is great. I love the idea of a zip line. I often wanted a zip line from my house to work. So I could literally just climb to the top, maybe have a lift that took me up there and just zip line into work. But then when I get to work, I press a button and the tower at my house goes down and the tower at work goes up so I can zip line back home again. That would be such a thrill. I'd love that. Um, it's an amazing day. I really like it. You, 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 are you someone that likes to take risks? You've mentioned mountains at playtime and mountains at the end of the day. Do you like high places? I do like high places, but it depends how high it is because this week or next week I'm going somewhere i I forgot what it is but it's like there's gardens and it's very high i think it yeah it's in central london the sky garden yes the sky garden yes oh have you been to the sky garden before no it's amazing it's beautiful so it's the 33rd floor of 20 venture street um the lift takes seconds to get up there and it's all very safe it's got the most amazing views of of london um, and also has this garden. It's the highest garden in, in Europe, I think, because it's on the 30 foot, 33rd floor. And it's a beautiful, beautiful garden. Um, there's restaurants up there and little cafes. But the view that you get is incredible. And almost like you could reach out and touch the gherkin, which is the building next to it. Um, it's stunning. You'll see from there the monument on um, uh, for the Great Fire of London. You'll see the top of that which you'll never have seen before because you've only seen it from the bottom up. And you'll have views over the River Thames and some of the train lines that come in and out. And on one side, you'll be able to see the Tower of London. It's the most stunning view um, and a a great way to do it. And importantly, it's free. It's free to be able to get up there. You have to book tickets, but it's free to be able to get up there. So you'll love that. I can't wait to hear about that when you've you've seen it. Um, It's a wonderful, wonderful day that you've done here. Let's just recap. So we're beginning our day dressed as a unicorn. We're then going to spend some time writing stories inspired by pictures. Um, A break time is a bit of a mix of mountain climbing and trampolining. Albert Einstein is coming back to explain himself (laughs) and explain his theories to us. We're then going to have a lunch of noodles and make our own amazing desserts. Usain Bolt will then help us to run off our lunch and teach us how to sprint fast. And we're going to end the day with a bit of danger, possibly flying in a unicorn costume off the top of a mountain. It's an action-packed day mixed with some very challenging learning, and I love it. Did you enjoy your day at Dream School? I would, of course, Will. (laughs) Um, And did you have fun creating the day? 
I really did, and at least it wasn't boring. It definitely wasn't boring. It was very, very exciting. I think we're probably ready to close the doors to our dream school. Thank you very much, Isabella. Bye. So that was Isabella's dream school. Uh, I'm going to take off my unicorn onesie and look forward to sharing another episode of Dream School with you all next week. <laughs>